Testing, one, two, testing. If for whatever reason you found our podcast because you wanted to learn about House of Gucci, we're fascism. We talk about art and fashion and the media and we and friendship. We yeah. have a good time. You can, you know, like leave a good review because no one ever really does that. <laughs> does can... anybody ever, you mean like leave a review period? I mean, I've never left a review on a podcast. I've never left a review on a podcast, but people do it. People do it and like apparently it's really important. Anyway, yeah, leave us rate us well consensually smash that like button if there is a like button i don't know how it goes yeah follow us uh follow us on instagram also i'm jack talk oh yeah i'm jackie i'm hope that's all we're just people who hate capitalism but are obsessed with fashion and uh pop pop culture. culture yeah we still get a lot of listens on our first episode. It's like people want to start from the beginning, I guess. And I'm like, no, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Maybe we should just pull our first episode. <laughs> Today we're talking about House of Gucci. We saw House of Gucci on Friday. It was like the first time I'd been out of the house in like a month. Do you want to tell people what your life has been like? Sure. Is this like our what's trending? Yeah. I, except for, this is kind of like a weird episode. So we're just going to like engage. It is a weird episode. Yeah. So I got covid as I was coming down with symptoms, my dog fell and got seriously injured and had to get back surgery. And it meant that me and my sister had to switch apartments <laughs> <laughs> because we share a duplex. It makes perfect sense. Honestly, it does. <laughs> we share a duplex. I mean, we rent the two apartments in a duplex and she's the was the bottom floor and I was the top. And Lulu can't walk, let alone go upstairs. And... We were already planning on switching because Brian and I wanted her two-bedroom and she wanted to not pay rent for a two-bedroom. But we had planned it for March and it just, it was like, it just had to happen right now. Luckily, Brian is just, was willing to just... Move in to help you. Move in to help me be a nurse to my dog. Like, it's like we have an infant. She's like pooping and peeing in the middle of the night, either crying for us to let her out, which is like, it's like a two-person process because she's a 70-pound dog, which is funny. We... We're now working from home and like I'll hear him sometimes in meetings being like, I can't come into the office because like I'm a part-time dog nurse right now. Mm-hmm. And I like realize how ridiculous that sounds to people, but it's it's a 70 pound dog. Like I was telling my coworker, blah, 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 my dog got back surgery. And he was like, yeah, we went through something like that in spring. Our guinea pig had to get surgery. And I'm like, don't even fucking talk to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> First of all, how much do you have to hate dogs to get your kids a guinea pig? Who the fuck gets a guinea pig? I know. Also, do you want me to put the space heater on? I have. Yes. Yeah. Uh, guinea pigs like eat each other do they really yeah they're pretty vicious and like all my guinea pig experiences have ended in horrible horrible deaths like in ways where i'm like i think you just don't if you don't want to traumatize your kid don't get a a guinea pig hope is this is some asmr trying to bring up the heater back to back to normal oh you can just pause the recording yeah wow we're learning i'm telling you each and every time Yeah. So as we speak, I can hear Vanessa and Brian. They're taking Lulu out upstairs. It's just like a whole production. It is a whole production. Also, you're like midway, like moving, and that's already stressful. And like, you're just trying to get things done. And that's. I just like really want to feel like I'm in my own space. I've really been honing in on the fact that I want to paint. 
And like I've always liked my sister, the colors my sister painted this apartment, but now I'm just feeling a really strong urge for it to be different. Well, because it's yours. Yeah. You can't have your sister's paint choices. I always liked your sister's paint choices too, but now that it's you, I figured that you would want to paint it. I can't do the teal. I need it to be green, like now. (laughs) But it's like I can't paint because there's a, a dog like surrounded by a baby gate on top of a bed that has a shower curtain around it to prevent pee from seeping in it's just like it's a it's a thing it's a whole production. and i mean like yeah and then that causes like a mess and that causes like yeah that's just like levels of things where you're like i have to clean up this mess before i can get even to the other thing that i have to get to mm-hmm. oh yes i feel for hope that's all i'm gonna say to that and yeah, that's all i'm i'm done complaining no i don't think that was complaining you were literally stating facts about your life sure sure you sure. know yeah and it sounds frustrating but but we got out on friday and that that's was, the yeah it felt great yeah, there was a moment Mama and Papa got to go out, and <laughs> yeah. it was good. Yeah, it was we good. let Brian come see House of Gucci with us. I We let Brian. <laughs> and, like, I I think my people-pleasing brain was, like, in overdrive also because I just wanted to talk to you the whole movie, and I was, like, really stoned, and I was like, oh, am I, like, ignoring, ignoring Brian? But he didn't care. He did not care. <laughs> yeah, he did not care. We were all stoned. I literally was like, I wish everybody wasn't here so I could just talk to Hope about how crazy this film is. And we'll get Mm -hmm. to the film. It was bizarre. Do you want to update on your life before we go into the film? I want to quit my job really badly. I'm right at this point where I just fucking smash my head against something while I'm at the job so I can just like get out. I don't know. It's, but that's about it. I mean, I I can't give too much. We're we're unionizing. We're about to sign a, like we have technically like done the union they voluntarily recognized us so that's a big deal we're working on the contracts but there's just like other drama and i'm exhausted learned a lot about unionizing from listening to this struggle yeah what have you learned (laughs) well okay i didn't know that there needed to be a percentage of people that sign the union cards and that the company can kind of like decide who needs to be in that group that's considered part of the needed signatures which is like insane to me yeah Well, if it's connected to the job, they can argue. For example, our job is connected to other people because we like intersect in some capacity. But and that intersection is very brief and like once a once a week. Mm -hmm. But the argument was that they could say that those people are a must include, which could eventually create union busting because those people could be persuaded otherwise to not unionize. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is a tactic. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's crazy. And it's kind of, is that boring? Is that fun, you guys? I don't know. I mean, I I feel like a lot of leftists, myself included, it's like I know I'm supposed to be pro-union, but I don't – I didn't really know much of anything about them. Same. And I think with the process, I was like, but where do you even – like, honestly, where do you fucking start? Like, yeah. it was such a struggle for us to be like, okay, so unionizing, Google union. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> it was – and you know how I found my stuff was TikTok. Anyways, oh, yeah. man, yeah. just another reason to love TikTok. Exactly. And you were saying that when you were posting your Instagram story talking about unionizing that you got a lot of views. I did get a lot of views mostly because I, right before those TikTok or before those Instagram, what are they, reels? Stories. I had a story about uh, 10 years ago I was in this outfit for a party oh. for a baby outfit and it looks like my skin's pulled back, and I think people were very into that. So they were really ready to see the next thing. They're like, what will she do next? Yeah, and it's been on the decline ever since. Back to House of Gucci. What we got on our fucking plate? Yeah, dude. Okay, to start off, what did you know about the Gucci family or, like, Gucci as a brand before you? Well, if loyal listeners had listened to our previous uh, in 
like most previous episode, we know a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know about the 2018 fall collection. Yeah, we know about like <laughs> Alessandro Michel and like what his yeah like what his creative direction yeah. has brought to the brand. I also know he's like BFF with J- Jared Leto n- now. That mm. and that's why he was in the most recent runway and why he's in this movie. Mm. But overall, I thought Gucci was kind of just a thing that I will never understand or get close to. So it was just like, oh, yeah, the Gucci. It's like Mm -hmm. just rich people. Right, just like another designer brand. Yeah, I had no really context of who or what and why it was somewhat important or like even the history. Like I had no – I really didn't care because it just seemed so unattainable. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about this. Yeah, yeah. I started reading the book that this movie's based on. I found it very boring. It was a lot of like family tree. This family member did this. This family member did that. And I did not find it compelling whatsoever. I've been following Gucci's lines for just like a couple years just because a lot of people I follow on Instagram are really into their stuff. I think it's been, I think Gucci has become an icon for thrifters because it's all about just like piling stuff on and yeah. sweater vest. It's like very vintage inspired. Yeah. And so it's it's a fun look to try to go for. So, which is very much like Gucci now, right? Like it's not reflective of what they were early on. Not at all. I, I also, that's really funny that you say they're vintage because like I do think of their stuff very 70s and you'll realize mm. like in, in this movie and the stuff that they get information that we have, like the 70s was their worst era. And I don't think... They even like dress the way like there's a there's a 70s kind of layering aspect to it. It's like big pants, you know, like I don't know, like big glasses mm-hmm. that I, I that Gucci really didn't part. They were like more into the disco scene from huh. what I understand. But I don't know. So I think that's kind of interesting how there's uh, is it interesting? I don't know that maybe they're like more 70s inspired now than they, they were in the 70s. Yeah. Or like their versioning, their version of the 70s wasn't what their actual portrayal of the 70s was when yeah. they were, because they were present in there, but. Right, right. And that's the funny thing. I was telling Brian this, like, I feel like the whole movie, I kept forgetting that it was the 70s because because it was Italy, I was like, is this like the 1800s, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like old buildings and stuff. And you're like, oh, come on. What are we at Disney? What is that Disney place wherever you can visit all the countries? Oh, um, the joke's dead now. Epcot Center? Like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, they kept showing people like using a phone or something. And I'd be like, those were the, wait, they had those? Like, it was just very, it's very disorienting. But, um, okay, we're going to kind of talk about a few different things with the movie, but just to get, just because, you know, I know everyone's dying to know right off the bat. Like what? Briefly, what did you think of the movie? Has it, your opinion on it changed since since Friday? I could have gone my whole life not watching it and been fine, but now that I've watched it, I would. I mean, the ratings would be like a four out of seven. You're gonna go on a out of seven scale. Okay, I just feel like ten is just so it's too, it's a non even number. I guess to give it kind yeah. of more. You don't want the, You don't want anyone to have any context for your rating. Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to give it like four out of seven. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor haircuts. Okay. Okay. Um, I hate giving things ratings personally, so I'm not going to. But uh, really? I, yeah. It's Why like, do you hate it? Because I hate. Because I'm all about qualitative data, baby. I I hear you. I That's just like good. I feel like. I mean, you get you embellished, so I feel like we did get some info, but I'm like, I feel like a straight number doesn't tell anyone anything. Yeah, that's fair. My expectations for this movie were very, very low. Why was it so low? Because you read about it beforehand? Because of the trailer, because it was so oh, action-y. It was like... It was a name that sounded so sweet. 
Yeah, for sure. But I also like part of the media and stuff. They always they say the kind of the same things that they say that Mar- what's his name Mauricia says in the movie. Which I'm like, is this just Patricia like writing this up? Like you know, what? Like what? Just being like, oh, they're a mogul. Like you know what I mean? Like I I'm like, can you someone like provide more information than right. just like that? I have to go off the fact that you're just saying that they're who's a mogul? The Gucci's. No, like, her stepdad, mm. it's, like, trucking business. Well, they weren't, like, it seems like they were, I don't know, maybe upper middle class or something. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more middle. Yeah, I think it was more, like, they were well off in the sense that no one had to worry about money, it felt like, but there's a lot of language, and we'll talk, Lady Gaga interviews just like, oh, she was by no means, like, poor. She wasn't, like, going after his money, and I'm like, he had a lot of money. Well, yeah, you don't have to be poor to, like want to be richer yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah and I mean I don't think I think you can be in love with someone and also want to be rich like this doesn't I don't know like I also don't think there's anything wrong with being a gold digger especially like at that time like that was her way she couldn't like just go out and start a business really right exactly I mean also you're bringing to the table you're bringing like being a woman which is like means a lot of things there's a lot of unpaid labor right like mm-hmm. you have to like organize family events or like have relationships with everybody that's what she's bringing to the table mm-hmm. he's bringing money to the table mm-hmm. i don't think there needs to be like like why is like having wealth and being interested interested in someone's wealth a negative because it's like you are participating in a relationship mm-hmm. and there is give and take and if you have the m- money then like you have right. the money right and so when they meet like Maritu doesn't want to be part of the Gucci fortune and like basically gets shunned by his family because he wants to marry her and like when they after they get married she like brings him back into the family they have a baby she names it after his dad's late wife and just very much kind of like against Maurizio's will, like inserts them back into the Gucci family. And it's like, if you were married to someone who had access to that and who was like, no, I had fun splashing around with the boys at the truck yard. Okay, because that was a scene that you have to bring. Yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, Adam Driver slash Maurizio starts like working for Patrizia's family that has a truck fleet. And there's a scene where like he and the other truck boys are like spraying each other around. It's like full on cosplaying working class where they're like it's so fun to be poor yeah they're like look how fun we're having also though i was like oh when is the gay sex about to happen like i was waiting for the porno to yeah, start that was the most electric chemistry <laughs> the they were like spray <laughs> run away and then come back got yeah, you it's like is that an italian thing like that's just like no that was just ridley scott being like into it and then yeah but it's also supposed to create a juxtaposition to like how Maurizio is going to be in the future like mm-hmm. like he's like look he's communal he's having times with his boys yeah he's playful he's simple yeah and yeah and also yeah the cosplaying of poor people thing really did irk me a little bit yeah and um shortly after this little snippet they have sex in like the office of the truck place and it's like very much like a jackhammer yeah what was up with that it was very weird graphic but like i mean and it feels it feels realistic like a you know like we've all had sex like that where it's just like yeah yeah i identify with it but i was stoned and i honestly just do not see adam driver and lady gaga ever as a couple Mm. and it really repulsed to me she was saying in an interview that like she was trying to play it so that you were there was like an ominous feeling to where you're like, those people shouldn't be together. 
and like um i don't know they played that well i literally like covered my eyes and hope was like i can't just keep staring at you jackie because i was like making eye contact she with kept hope. looking over for engagement and i was like listen girl i i'm gonna have to look forward a little bit more i was just like but i couldn't handle it it made me blush and not like it's like i'm not a prude i love porn kind of but, you know, it was just, like, the lack of chemistry and, like, it just really made me feel uncomfortable. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, I guess they did a good job and if that was their goal. Yeah. Um, I guess Patricia's mom growing up would always tell her, you need to find a rich man to marry. And Lady Gaga was saying that she was, like, channeling that and trying to give Patricia, like, this kind of, like, intense, desperate sexuality and, like, kind of just, like... We've all been there. Yeah. And so I think that you picked up on... The fact that you weren't supposed to necessarily root for them as a couple. I, first of all, I went to the movie totally forgetting that Patrizia had anything to do with the murder of Mauricio. <laughs> so, like, I was I was rooting for them in yeah. the beginning. I, you were like, get it, yes. Yes, girl. <laughs> get it, yeah. Girl boss. <laughs> yeah. So, well, also, I want to, we for, skip past this. She sucked the fucking man. I wonder oh, if that's real. I bet it's not. I don't know. I feel like the vibe I got, Patricia, I just know people like Patricia and they would stalk this man. But like in the movie, er, I was reading that like he actually was pretty like taken by her at the party and like came up to her and like okay offered her punch or something. But it's it's totally possible that she could have like. Oh, I guess. I mean, yeah. The movie would set up her as being like the dominant one because right. that's what we hear throughout the rest of the narrative of like that, like the other stories. So right. like, they're probably just starting it off like that, even though it's probably not like that. They're trying to make Maurizio look like a total like, just like tool. Like he doesn't he doesn't have any balls basically. Yeah. Like and he doesn't have any like business savvy. Well sorry. I know I'm sorry. <laughs> um no balls. <laughs> yeah. Um don't be sorry. That was funny. So, they yeah, they really set him up as being this like dope do dope. I just want to work for your dad's truck business. I'm so enamored by you. Yeah, I mean, and he did confront his dad being like, "I'm going to fucking marry her." He's like his dad was like, "You can go fuck her." You can take her all over, but, like, just don't do that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, good advice. Like, why – what's the rush in getting married? Like, why? Yeah. What, especially if you can go on vacation. Like, going on vacation is, like, so much fun. If you can go on vacation and fuck, like, why, what, why get married? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, people love getting married. I wonder if his dad actually said that. Because, I mean, like, Italians love getting married – because of the Catholic Church. Right. I think his, his dad did tell him not to marry her. Yeah, but I wonder if he said you can go fuck her right, and go on right. vacation. Because that, I mean, that option would be like, oh, like I can? Uh, I guess, why? Then. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I feel like back then you had to get married to do those things. Yeah. Or at least there was like a stigma. Like you couldn't fuck before marriage. Like, But I mean, he was fucking on the side during their marriage. I mean, you can't do any of those things, technically, is what I'm saying. But he was doing it. I mean, 100%, but I'm saying, like, when you're younger and you're ca- you grew up Catholic, I don't know if how Catholic, if he was at all, or, like, yeah. how much that was embedded in the, in him at all. But, like, definitely there was a stigma of, like, getting married. I mean, like, I, like it always was in the 60s and 70s, you know? And I think he's supposed to be a virgin, like... Really? And, like, she's supposed to have had a lot of boyfriends, which is, like, what people say when they're, like... Flatten it up. Yeah, exactly. So she was she was knowledgeable in the bed. 
And she, like, lured him. You know, she seduced him, I guess. Interesting. Okay. Which I mean, like, sometimes it's just hard not to seduce people, you know? I have to, like, work actively against it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do seduce me every time we talk on the, like, in this podcast. Uh, Yeah. But that's interesting that she, I don't know, he's a virgin. I need more information on this. Somebody tell me, like, what the fuck? I think, yeah, I think that was from the House of Gucci podcast. It's, like... That's, like, where there's an interview with Lady Gaga. Don't listen to that one because you should probably just listen to this one. But yeah, we're way more informative. Yeah. Also, uh, Lady Gaga worked super hard for this role. Like, she seemed to take it really seriously. I thought she did well. Did you? I thought she did amazing. Yeah. She she also really liked working with Ridley Scott, the director, who people will list a lot of his movies when talking about him as a director. I'm All I really care about is Thelma and Louise, which he directed. One thing about his d- directing style is that he uses a bunch of cameras. So like usually when people film, they'll like film a scene focusing on one person's face and then film the same exact scene over again, focusing on the other person's face. Whereas with Ridley Scott, it's like more like a play where they're just, they're doing their dialogue back and forth and the cameras are on them. That makes so much sense because it also, we we set this podcast up in three acts basically. Mm -hmm. And it was three acts. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah, and he's very about efficiency, like he's really quick and sounds like he's worked with the same crew for like years and years and years, so they're kind of like a well-oiled machine kind of a thing, so it seems like, I don't know, and she also was just talking about how empowered she felt working with him, like he would ask her, you know, like they'd be about to film a scene and he'd kind of be wanting to know like what the scene meant to her, like what was her take on it. It sounds like there was a decent amount of like improving going on, like, so yeah, unfortunately, in the case of Jared Leto, but uh, Ugh, we have he's second act, so we don't haven't gotten there. I mean, overall the romance it sets you up to think that Patrizia's like a go getter, and Maurizio is like a flaccid penis. Yeah, and that she really has to love him because her his whole family abandoned him, so it wasn't like mm-hmm. it wasn't about the money. Mm-hmm. So, and then the second part, we really start to get into the business stuff. Patrizia is trying to insert herself first by, like, just getting Maurizio back involved um, first by, like, mending things. And then she starts to really kind of, like, wheel and deal. And she's really good at people. She's just, like, good at... She says she's a people pleaser. She says she's a people pleaser, yeah. And I don't know about that. Like, seems like more she's just, like, good at manipulating people, but, like, also smart, like... Um, I mean, that's like basically a business person, you know? Yeah. That's like what it is. And she's, it was infuriating for me to watch that because I was just like, no one will let her participate. She's in the family now. Like, I just feel like when you get married, especially in that time, she's a Gucci, that it's her family. It's now her business. Yeah. But you got to understand, I think it's more like the uncles, like, I I don't disagree with you, but I would, like, you need to have a really in-depth conversation of and parameters around what that means. You know what sure. I mean? I mean, yeah, family businesses are sloppy. There's yeah, it's too much messiness going on, yeah, and then dude. like you take on too much or you take on too little. Like who's who's holding the work? You gotta like yeah. I don't know why people brag about it. I don't know why I'm constantly buying foods that like say family businesses. If I'm supposed to think that's quaint, all I'm at, like cool. Like you're a mafia. Like I just like <laughs> so everyone's angry or like one person does a lot of work and yeah. then everyone else benefits from it. Like that's what is cool about that. It's never cool. Actually, from what I know, a lot of like the unionizing that happens around funeral homes because a lot of funeral homes are nepotism. Oh. Um, and that's why people unionize is because like this one guy inherited the whole funeral home doesn't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's Makes always, sense. 
Yeah. I guess I'm, it makes sense to me that a funeral business would be something inherited. Well, if you're going to go into the business, you should, like, make them do – go to school. Mm-hmm. Make them go to school and make them, like, work with people. Like, yeah, like, if you're going to be in business, you got to go get your BA. Yeah. Or your whatever it's called. BS. What is it called? I don't know. Well, business it could be a stuff. BA or a BS or, like – Oh, like a M- MBA? Yeah, or something where they like have to actually learn some. Even though I don't think an MBA is even a real thing because it's just like, what do you talk about? But at least they're mm-hmm. learning skills on some level, so they're right. not just like entering, being like, because that's what happens a lot of the time. It's just like they come in thinking they own everything. Yeah, with no skills. I mean, at the same time, it's like I feel like college is such a joke. Like a hundred percent, and like you could just learn on the job and what a great opportunity to just like have a family to teach you. But it's like, I think almost what people need more is like a mediator. Like if someone could come in and be like family therapist or like HR person, I actually took a permaculture class with this woman whose job was to mediate between family members with a lot of money to figure out how to donate it. Like it was like kind of like a philanthropy, philanthropy coach for families. Oh my god, the rich people things. That's insane. Mm-hmm. But anyways, there, this middle part is when we get introduced to Jared Leto's character, mm-hmm. Aldo. Paolo. Paolo. Aldo's his dad, right? Yes. There's a lot of Italian names. A lot of Italians. Oh, they all have different accents. <laughs> and they all have fucking different a- yeah. accents. It's like one person, it's like Selma Hayek is like basically just doing her normal voice. And then you have like... <laughs> and she's so, supposed to be Italian. And, and then someone comes in being like Luigi. You're just like, who... Where are these people from? And also, this is kind of where we get the introduction of... This is where we get the introduction of... What's her What's her name again? Selma Hayat. Pina. Pina. The um, she's on. Yeah, this is like kind of the transition into the second... Uh, act because mm-hmm. she's on the phone and they're like you she, like I forgot about that scene yeah like Lady Gaga's character is just like what what do you want and everybody and what does Lady what does Lady Gaga say again I want to be I want everything or something yeah no she goes I want everything I want I want to have everything I want I don't know she was just like oh that's not a good question like wow. like she asked if she was gonna have be successful she's like can you oh, ask I more? want to be successful. Yeah, and then she was like, "Well, you gotta ask a better question than that. A little more detail." And right. She was like, "Well, I get what I want," and she's yeah. like, "That's not a good question," um, or something like that. And oh. it was just like, "What you're asking is, will you get everything? Because that's really what you want." Yeah. Right. And and then she was like, "Will I be wealthy or whatever?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then and she's that's like, "Yeah, you will." And that's kind of what the, ups the transition. Like you know, things are mm-hmm. changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Pina is. A real life person too, and mm-hmm. uh, she's from Naples, and Naples is really known for mafia. Is it Naples? Mm, yes, probably. I don't know. I just probably. I'm, I've heard both, but like I, you should I'm, say it, however, because I don't know. I also don't know. Just because I'm Italian doesn't mean I know how to say these words. <laughs> like I've never spoken any <laughs> Italian in my life, so, and I'm notoriously bad with words. But, but that's where she's supposed to be from. That, and that's, like, where the mafia, it's known for organized crime. It's, like, really not safe mm. place. Mm. I think even still to this day. That kind of gives you a background of, like, what the people viewed her as, especially during, like, later on when she, the court case was happening. They were like, why is this wealthy mm. woman spending time with this gangsta? Mm. Mm-hmm. But she is played by Selma Hayek, and she's played as, like, a psychic, which apparently Pina was like, I was never a psychic. That was all 
Oh, really? Uh, that was all the the Gucci, like, her, what's her name? Patricia and Mauricio. Mar- like, they were the ones that always had to have a psychic everywhere they went. Like, oh, they, interesting. Uh, so, okay, so she wasn't actually a psychic. Claims she wasn't. She's like, I would never did that shit. That was them. They were all into that stuff. But, like, like Mauricio claimed that she was always doing voodoo and stuff on him, and he was, like, scared that that was what they were doing interesting um yeah she's being played by selma hayek who doesn't change her accent at all and the reason she's being played by her is because her billionaire husband billionaire yes husband i i I, we don't talk about this enough i feel Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. selma hayek is married to a fucking billionaire Mm -hmm. like that's crazy to me anyways owns the production um and i think she just wanted to be in the movie Mm. i think it was as simple as that like she can do whatever the fuck she wants at this point yeah so they put her in and like kind of gave her a tan you know what i mean Mm. like she did say she had to gain weight for the role which i'm like oh because they were trying to make her look bad which i'm like she looked great i know she's always looks good they did like really i mean her hair is pretty frizzy by the end but you know she was supposed to be like 75 years old or something like oh wow or 40 i don't remember she was like there was a big age difference between her and patricia okay that Uh, makes sense because patricia is like 22 and the movie starts yeah, and then, like, what, like, 35 at the end of it? We don't really know. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so during this time, we also kind of, like, start to dig into the business stuff, which, like... Boring. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it was hard to keep track of all of it. It didn't seem to really matter. It was like, okay, there were counterfeit bags, and, like, Lady Gaga's mad about it, and Mauricio's like, it's fine. But that's, like... I don't know why they brought that up. I mean, like, I think that happened in real life. Yeah. I think she got really mad about the counterfeit, but, like, they don't ever do anything about that. That's just a plot line that's kind of dead-ended. I think that she's just showcasing that she's upset about it. I don't, like, what... Didn't they? But then, like, they found out that one of them was making money off of the counterfeit bags. Do you remember anything from that? I didn't really understand what's going on. Exactly. I felt like it was un- it was not useful for the it plot. It wasn't super flushed out, but was a real thing, like, during the 80s, like... There were a lot of crackdowns on illegal bags, like, and just, like, like, apparently at one point there was a lawsuit about some toilet paper that was being printed with Gucci on it, like. Oh, yes. I know. Um, And so I started to look into that a little bit, and it's just fascinating, like, because, you know, there was, like, Dapper Dan, who was a designer in the 80s, still a designer, and I think he has collaborated with Gucci since, but he was doing, um, like, Gucci knockoffs, knockoffs, in addition to a lot of other amazing designs, and... I just think it's really cool that we can just take these symbols of wealth and reproduce them and they can still have meaning and value. Like we can like bring them to people at a lower income bracket and be like, guess what? Like your symbol has power, but it's also can be wielded by other people. Like, and like, I love fake Gucci stuff. And like a lot of people, a lot of thrifters are always trying to find the fake Gucci t-shirts. And it's like, it became, it like took on a life of its own. I do think it is kind of interesting, and when you put it like that, but Patricia was definitely not a fan. No, she was not a fan. Also, one last thing is that um, Alessandra Michelle has done some fake Gucci, Gucci. Like, oh, I love that. Like there was, um, I wonder, wrote it down. That would be so cool. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, what, there was some collection where he did. Um, it was Goosey, G U C C Y. Oh, so that's it was, funny. Like, basically, like, and this was runway, like, and did a collaboration with Dapper Dan. And it's I like have in general like don't give a shit about copyright. Really, like I know, like I don't like it when rich people steal poor people's designs. But in general, like. Like, Tom Petty sued Sam Smith 
for like copying a like a three note melody or something and like it's like shit like that where you're like dude we're all just riff anyways yes i what were you saying oh that's cool i don't give a shit either like like let's all steal from each other and like by all means i think that black artists get taken advantage of in that case and and native people but in overall copyright is like going to be our downfall Hmm. just let us be have like affordable means to like do things and create things yeah just let off things let people fucking make vaccines in other countries exactly like yeah anyway so yeah a lot of business stuff happening during this time and that's when jared leto's character gets way too much screen time like too much dude the moment i saw him he like is supposed to be quote unquote like the funny one or whatever like the sense he is the comic relief in the movie beyond in addition to like just the general campiness yeah but it's not good it's fucking terrible like he like you know, the first scene that you see them, they're, like, wrestling, playing rugby, like, the whole family is, and all pastels, and then, like, then Jared Leto's character, like, falls to the ground, and he's got a bloody nose, and he's like, puppy! Yeah. You're just already annoyed. I'm already annoyed. He plays him so, he plays the character so over the top, it's like, it doesn't even seem like a real person. You're like, is this person supposed to have a mental illness? Is this person, exactly like, supposed to be a drunk? Like, why are they acting insane? God, and okay, so I said to earlier to Hope, I was like trying to figure out who he reminded me of, and he reminds me of that Six Flags like um, mascot, mm-hmm. that dude, that, the old person that was clearly a, a young person dressed up as an old person with the yeah. glasses and yeah. like danced and did like backflips and stuff. Just a total clown. And apparently Jared Leto, when he looked at the script, someone they had him in mind for like a different character, but he really was drawn to Paolo. Are you like, fucking serious? Yeah, so he made them put him in... It's like they make him like really grotesque, kind of. Would you say that? Yeah, they make him fucking grotesque. And then they just poke fun at him. He's supposed to be like the gross, horrible character. And it's like, why do, why do people think it's okay to just make a character like fat and ugly and then just like singe them? I just... I, does he think he's going to get an Oscar from this or something? Because if I just don't feel like there's been enough out there about how bad Jared Leto... Like, everybody talks shit about his, like, Joker, his version of the mm. Joker, because he got real, like... What is it called? Method. He got real method with it. And I'm sure he got method with this one, too. And I can't even imagine how fucking annoying he was. Just, like, him, like... I want to make my pastel clothes. And his accent was just, like... So much more intense than everybody else's. I couldn't yeah. understand him sometimes. Yeah. It's like, dude, read the room. Like, no one else is talking like this. Yeah. Why did why did the director let him go on like that? Yeah. I was just always so mad that he was on getting any... I was very confused why he... Like, we could cut him out. Like, you were saying earlier, if we... There's yeah. A, that's our suggestion for a director's cut. Literally cut his scenes. Cut his scenes. Cut his scenes. I, I'm sure the storyline will make... It's total sense still. Yeah, and like someone, some writer, maybe it was called, it was on Screen Rant. Um, they were saying that like a lot of times he has scenes without even any of the main characters and it just like really doesn't make sense for why he's getting so much screen time. Like it doesn't really help the story. Like they give a lot of weight to him wanting to design his own clothing line and like that not working out, which is what, which is true. Like he fought for the right to create a line under the Gucci name of his stuff and then it just like never played out and then he like went bankrupt. But 
I don't know why we really had to see that much of it. In because the... there's a chokehold with, like, in Hollywood, everybody loves Jared Leto, Jared Leto for some goddamn reason. And honestly, he should be put in jail for this acting. <laughs> he should be in prison. Like, I'm like, this is so offensive. Yeah, it's so, so bad. I did want to know more about when he, like, one of the Gucci's is like, why are you wearing brown with pastel? Like, and I think in the beginning of Gucci, there was, like, a really tight color palette if that was like actually his design style was that he was into pastels or like what his thing was i know also we did mention this that he w- in the real life there were three uh, brothers total so he's and then in this movie it's only one which i'm kind of like why because he's the one that sold his shares like why did they pick him yeah and because like technically he didn't have as much shares as they portray in mm. in the movie because there was two other brothers he had to share those right, shares with. Right, So, but, like, he did actually share, like, in real life, he did, like, sell his shares for $45 million, you said? Yeah. And, but it was, like, and it did give Marzio, what's his name? Marz, Maurizio? Maurizio, like, the the most, stock, the largest stockholder. Right. By just, you know, because he had the 50% and then, like, he, he then had, like, 50, 60%. God, yeah, the numbers were lost on me, but yeah. um, I think maybe he does seem like he could have been a controversial because not all of the Gucci's really wanted to be involved as much. Actually, like when I read the book, I remember Rodolfo, the um, Maurizio's dad, like, yeah, he goes out to be an actor and then uh, like ends up coming back to the business. I don't know, but I guess Paolo does seem like a controversial figure in that he wanted to have his own line, got fired twice by two different family members. And then ended up selling his shares. Like, I mean, they all ended up selling their shares, but maybe he was like one of the earlier ones to do it or something. Yeah. So maybe they just picked one of the most like dramatic. Yeah, but like there was also that scene where after they like arrested his dad, like uh, Aldo, uh, for tax invasion. And then, like, he was, like, calling. He was, like, whoa, I just needed to spook him. Like, literally, he sounded like that. I just wanted to spook him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's basically all I heard. I was just, yeah. like, ugh. Yeah. Anyways, and, uh, but then, like, a year later, he picked, he was, I guess, this is what was confusing. Like, he was supposed to be picking up his dad, but, like, was surprised his dad was there. Hmm. Do you remember when he was on the phone just being, like, Saying, trying to be funny and saying weird mm. shit on the phone, and I'm just so irritated that Jared Leto got any like he can, cannot improv for the life of him. No, he cannot. And then Al Pacino was like tapping him on the back, like as Aldo being like "hello," and he was like oh, "stop," you know. And then like he turned around and he was like "oh, <laughs> daddy, poppy." I'm like, did you not know he was gonna be there? Yeah, he was picking him up. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I. Like, what was that? I feel like I could watch it again to get more of the, to absorb more of the details. It's hard to know if it was, like, plot holes or me being stoned. But, yeah, a lot of that middle part I kind of gave up. Anytime, really, in those movies where it's, like, business boys, talking about business, I'm, I'm like, I don't give a shit. I, I, yeah. I just, like, ignore that and just pay attention to, like, the uh, interpersonal relationships and stuff like that. Um, I want to know what Lady Gaga's opinion is on Jared Leto. Honestly, no one is honest. Like, they all must think he's horrible. No, they have to. Because, like, everything he does is so offensive. Oh, yeah. In his interview, he said that um, he doesn't rehearse. He doesn't, he, uh... Oh, my God. What yep. a fucking prick. Yep. Because mm-hmm. you know Lady Gaga was, like, oh, rehearsing. She worked so hard. And then he's just in there coming in with his terrible fucking accent, thinking he can just wing it. And yeah. he... I think he said that he, like... 
got into like the in, the indulgences like basically did like a bunch of rich italian shit to like you know he's like yeah. oh my god every time we bring up i'm just like i just don't know why people he's like started a cult and stuff too right Do, i mean a few episodes back we talked about one of the things that I like that really sent me over with him is like he wore that shirt that like put model all the women models in there how oh, much they yeah. made and I was like what's the point in this rich dude yeah dude it's like what like that just like right there I'm just like slap the someone slap the fucking shit out of Jared Leto like yeah yeah he he is a blight on this earth truly and a blight on this film and this whole middle it had him in it that the whole middle part was just a basically jared leto show and that's why i was just like what there was a lot of him we also get um we start to see mauricio's character change during this time and you see his fashion change what do you think about that i thought he looked sharp i thought he looked good i was like i also didn't feel like there's a lot of acting going on do you know what Mm. i mean i feel like you didn't like his like smile thing where he'd go He can't see this, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Because he has just like such a big face that even when he does a half smile, it's like a lot. I just don't even remember anything he said. Like what was the actor's name again? Adam. Adam Driver. I don't remember Adam. I just now he's like supposed to be more stern, you know? Yeah. He starts to be like, he starts to stand up to Patrizia and he's like, don't, don't meddle in our business, blah, blah, blah. And um, that's toward the end of this act. But yes. Yeah, so you start to see, yeah. You start seeing Patricia be, like, talking in his ear more and creating a little more chaos and, like, kind of running the business. And he's just, like, there. Right, like, she's telling him what he should do. And, like, my perception was, like, she knew. She got it. Like, she she didn't necessarily have good motives in terms of, like, wanting everyone to get along kind of a thing. But, like she wanted them to be rich and she was pretty savvy about like uh, i can't remember any of the business stuff but it doesn't matter well, about she the... wanted him to buy out his brothers and and create a relationship with his cousin or you mean her cousin her his cousins because he didn't have any brothers okay yeah mauricio is the only son in real life of the his dad uh-huh okay um but yeah he wanted to build a relationship and then he was and then there was, like, a trade war that was, like, what is a trade war? Also, Paolo, okay, they, they portray him as just, like, a bumbling idiot. He had kids with, like, three different women, like, so he in, was like, like, three different countries. Yeah, he was hitting it somewhere, you know? Hitting it and, like, I mean, it seems like they all were just, like, you know, hoes in different area codes kind of a thing. And, yeah. Um, and at the end, I'm going to skip ahead, and they, they said that he, like, ended in poverty, and I was just, right. like... I mean, he was ninety million dollars in debt, but like, was he hungry? Yeah, like, did he was he not surrounded by like a, a mansion? Like, what was his deal? Like, what are we talking about? Right. What are we talking about poverty here? Right. Like, was he warm? I mean, like, I just don't. Yeah, I'm sure he still had servants. Which like Maurizio suffered a similar fate, right? Like he got really he was like overspending. Yes, which that was that's that comes up at the end too. Like, but yeah, like he starts to like thinking this is he was just. I, I do think Patricia was, like, money-hungry in the sense that she wanted more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And she saw potential in her husband. And her husband, Mauricio, actually didn't really give a shit, but he was, like, into this game of seeing if he could get it all at the same time. Eventually, yeah, he gets... He, like... I didn't really understand... Like, I guess you're just supposed to think that because he becomes rich, he gets corrupted, but he's always been rich. Like... It feels like all of a sudden, at first Patrice is whispering in his ear and he's like, no, I don't care, whatever. And then eventually he like, 
starts to participate more in the business he's still kind of like a george bush kind of a part you know it's like he's oh just that's like, funny yeah he's just like a little puppy and like yeah and then at some point he is corrupted and then it goes downhill quickly i wouldn't even say he's corrupted i think he's just doing normal shit he thinks he owns gucci which he kind of does like he mm-hmm. is the king of gucci in that sense but I mean, the conversation that I read, I watched the Dateline episode of this one, and I feel like it informed me a lot. Mm. But, like, apparently his dad, you know, the silent actor, at one point, what? What's going on? I was just checking where we are in time-wise. Oh, wow. We've spent an hour talking about this goddamn movie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Still a lot shorter than the movie, though. I literally was like, when do we get to the fucking part where he dies? Like, I was, like, I was gnawing. Anyways. Um, Maurizio, like, his dad, the silent actor, I forgot his name, was, like, told Patricia on his deathbed that the money was going to change him. Like, I don't think he had, like, he didn't have, I think he was still, like, dad paid for most of it, and, like, I don't know. I don't know the the story of, like, how much was given. There's a difference. There's a difference between having access to it and the power that goes along with, like, yeah being in charge of the business and probably the stress honestly of like just dealing with all this shit and like not wanting to make the wrong decision and do you think gucci actually has clamp in their office or back has then what the that was it clamp oh the art yeah oh it was a uh, roy lichtenstein no but there was also remember when lady gaga oh, was like who is that picasso oh, and he was like that's clamp oh gotcha probably I just don't feel like they actually had a, that, none of that was real. First off, for the movie's sake, but like I was like, are they trying to say that the Gucci household has like the most famous paintings of the most famous painters? Well, they're right, right. They, I mean, at that time, it seems like maybe art wasn't as maybe it wasn't. It's obviously was still very expensive, but like right now i feel like the inflation of art prices are, <laughs> that's fair you know what i mean like maybe but i don't know i think mainly what they were trying to show was that like she wasn't that cultured and that she was a little bit awkward like that she would just blurt out that must have cost a fortune and like i mean yeah i would have been like how much did you pay for that <laughs> yeah. that's all i care about yeah and then they yeah the the set was just so cool like the architecture was so beautiful. Like, it, they were based on real locations. I loved seeing the Italian gardens. Fucking hedges, man. Like, a nice, like, geometric hedge garden. Like, with a promenade. Like, those... I don't know. It's, like, not in vogue now. But it's just... I just love that we know, learned so much about this in school. And that we know that, like... You can just learn so much by studying gardens throughout time. Yeah. And, like, how they've been... Like, the... They're the pretty sh- traditional gardens. Italian yeah. garden. Yeah. And then their house in New York um, had a lot of pop art. There's like a, a Roy Lichtenstein. There's a Robert Rauschenberg. It's supposed to be, I think it's like showing, I mean, that was like probably a piece of art someone during that time would have wanted. It's very, it's like modern. It's, it's 80s. Like, it's 80s. Yeah. Um, I just loved seeing their sets. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And then. And they didn't actually go into the fact that he, like, loved yachts, but he loves yachts. Oh, interesting. But, they're, like, he loves yacht skiing. You know, all the rich people Where shit. would he do yachts in New York? I don't know. I don't. I have literally no idea about anything about the yacht world. But that's the thing. If you're rich, 
like no one keeps their yacht in their backyard anyhow so it's like they have people yeah that's like why it's like a whole job to like drive someone's boat for them from like maine to florida or whatever right and okay so the real thing that was going on around this time is like the dude's mariachi or whatever his name is <laughs> did you just combine the names <laughs> <laughs> but honestly like italian names it's yeah like, they all yeah it's got a z z yeah, z yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was getting, like, Gucci power, he was getting all the things, but he was also, like, spending more money than he had. He had to borrow, like, $40 million from this quote-unquote terrorist, apparently, that lived in Japan because he had, like, blown up a building and, um, with people in it, with, like, like, some of his workers that I think were, like, unionizing. And, yeah, he, like, blew it up and then, like, he, like, went to Japan where, so he couldn't get go to jail anyway so uh he borrowed money from him and apparently he paid it back eventually 40 million dollars can you imagine that um so there's a lot of like things going on where it was showing it was there was there was showcasing of like he wasn't the best businessman Mm -hmm. he also was starting to i mean he cut ties with his uncle he kicked his uncle out and his uncle was the one that released did the gucci gucci like the ggs overlaying that was paolo yeah 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 and um, you mean Aldo or Paolo? Paolo. Oh. See? So he wasn't that bad. Yeah. He came up with that at least. Yeah. Anyways, um, so that was happening. But also he was starting to have an affair with this American woman. And I think he was pretty miserable in his marriage. And according to her, he was pretty miserable. But, like, she was kind of the catalyst of wanting to get divorced. Because they started living together, right? No, that's the second. That's the, what's her name? Paula? Paula was after they got divorced. Or, like, right around this, the divorce period. The divorce took about five years. And during those five years, it was the American blonde. I don't know her name. I forgot her Paola name. Paola Frenchy. That's uh, the second kind the of... The second one. The second, second mis- mistress. But I wouldn't even call her mistress. She was... They were, like, pretty much divorced and ready and, like, yeah, living with each other. Like, they both hated their marriages. They were childhood friends and they ran into each other. The meet cute or, like, the re-meet cute that happened on the slopes, like, really didn't do it for me like i felt like there was zero chemistry i mean absolutely like what really happened they they showcased like this girl coming in it wasn't her originally it mm. was another person and what happened was he actually just said he was going to go on a trip and then he got his friend to come be like oh yeah he's never coming back to patricia but what they did in this film was trying to make him more assertive or something but they did do that in this one where he was like, I'm, I'm going away. Oh, but then he's like, you're going back to Tuscany. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So he, he yeah, uh, he's, he, because I guess like it is more dramatic that way. You yeah. Know? They, they wanted that moment of like him being like, sorry, dude, you got to go back to it. I mean, and honestly, I felt deeply in that moment, like the feeling of powerlessness that like someone's going to put you on a plane to go overseas and like. She had no power. Like, she couldn't, like... Yeah, but although, that, it wasn't real. That That's the thing. Like, that was the movie part of it. But he did leave for a business trip and just tell them... Because he, like, I think in real life, he's just, like, doesn't like to argue. Yeah. But didn't... But in real life, didn't he, like... He did have his friends relay the message and, like, so similarly devastating. I mean, I would rather them tell me... I don't know. What would you rather have? Would you rather them just like leave in the middle of the night and then lie to you and then you find out they're never coming back? Or would you rather be told to leave? 
I would rather be told to leave. Like, I feel like the most infuriating thing is when you can't even, like, have a conversation with the person. But he wasn't even allowing her to have that conversation. Do you remember that? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would definitely be infuriating either way, but it's like... I think I'd still rather yeah. get that FaceTime. I think it's just so rude. It's like, what the fuck was our whole relationship, dude? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It just, and that's, it's so frustrating that women at that time and women in general who don't work, it's like the powerlessness of like, you just can't, you're reliant on them and they can just send you on an airplane or whatever like and he was yeah he was like paying for her to have a house and I mean she had it pretty good considering all those things but yeah he was cheating on her actively and like avoiding her for five years yeah and like apparently the mistress would be like they would constantly be having to like leave like they would get a phone call being like she's on her way and they'd have to like just pick up and go oh wow he was like avoiding her hard um and actually Paola Franchi um has an autobiography called the uh, La Amor Strapato or The Broken Love. Um, And it's like about her relationship with him. I mean, I feel really bad for her. Like she was like either divorced or about to be divorced when she met him. He was like done with his relationship, whatever. They got divorced. Patricia and him got divorced by the time I think like they were on the cusp of it at least. But no, it says... In 1990, Franchi began dating Gucci after encountering each other at a private club in St. Moritz. Both reeling from unhappy marriages, Franchi became Gucci's living partner for five years, sharing a luxury apartment in Milan. When Gucci's divorce was finalized in 1994, they they began plans to get married. Damn. So he was, like, with this other woman, not... not uh... Uh, some so, other chick before her. But some other chick before So that's, like, ten years of, like, and basically she got cheating. divorced... She got divorced in 1991, so a year or less after meeting or after starting to date Gucci. Well, getting divorced is pretty annoying and I think does take years sometimes. Yeah, no, I was like saying that as like she she was pretty quick about it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, she probably, she came from her own line of money too. She, yeah, she was also wealthy, which is like, I mean, you know, how they'd known like, each other. Known each other. She was also married to someone really rich as well. Um, side note. Her son committed suicide at some point. That is sad. Oh, but. also, that is sad. <laughs> that is Human sad. robot. <laughs> uh, also, side note, I'm really annoyed that Wikipedia is telling me that this is the fifth time they've interrupted me and that 98% of their readers don't donated. I donated like two weeks ago. It was really weird. Like, because obviously I've been seeing these things for years and years and for whatever 95%, reason. 8% of the readers don't give. I don't give. I mean, I feel like uh, like 98% of the world reads Wikipedia, so like 2% of people donating is still yeah. like pr- pretty good. Yeah. But what was I going to say? Oh, he has, Mar- what's his name? Maurizio. Maurizio had two daughters. They only show one on this. Right, Allegra and the one they showed. Uh, Alessandra. Alessandra, Matt. yeah. Yeah, so basically the catalyst for this movie was showcasing this main love of his because he did like live in Milan with this woman eventually and like Patricia knew about it in real life and was just like insulted by the publicness of it all but like they were already getting divorced I don't know why she cared so much I mean she, I think she was just like he literally does not give a shit he mm-hmm. just didn't give a shit about her anymore he was mm-hmm. tired of it yeah it's I was really feeling it in that like and then another thing I was really feeling um this will be our last to- topic or our last piece before we talk about the ending um, the Tom Ford part, <gasps> oh, like when yeah. they were showing the fashion show, I was like, it just got, it made me feel, I don't know, like. Me too. There was a scene in the 70s that you're, you kind of like remember of this designer being like, oh, Gucci is, 
no one would ever want to design was that for Gucci. Was the 70s? No, that's a little later. It was like, Maybe it was the 80s. I thought it was the 70s. But wasn't that when they were showing the runway? That had to be the 90s. No, because that's before that. And oh. then they eventually... Oh, right, because that's when Gucci sucks. Yeah, Gucci was sucking then. I think it was like, maybe it was late 70s, early 80s. And I swear to God, this designer was a time traveler. He was like wearing a hoodie and a motorcycle jacket. And I was like, was this a thing? Like, I just didn't, you know... Yeah, he seemed a little out of place. And then he shows up in the night, still young, still like nothing has changed. And he shows up and they like just do a face shot of him during Tom Ford's like first 1995 Gucci runway. And his face is like, hmm. He's like impressed, you know. He's like shaking his head, looking at his friend, being like, giving him like a they thumbs really up. Put, turned it around. <laughs> yeah. And you're just kind of like, oh god, this is so corny. But it, the show was interesting, and there was like, I remember green and lilac. Mm. And what's the kind of fabric? Satin. Satin fabric. And yeah, we looked up a lot some... of low cut necklines, which they did. Also, some some really plunging necklines in their last collection, which like. I don't know. I was like, I wonder if that's a parallel on purpose. They also did the runway show they show in the movies, from what I've read. It's like a combination of multiple collections. So they show, yeah, I think it's supposed to be the 95 or 94 collection. But yeah, the thong, the like assless chaps with the thong that they show, that was a 97 thing. Anyway, it was just really cool to see like how Tom Ford revamped the brand. Yeah, it it felt like he really brought it into like, I mean, they were just these, like, leather people, like, these old men <laughs> doing leather stuff. Like, honestly, the part where the guy's, like, browns and pastels, look at this scarf I designed. I'm like, he designed that scarf? Like, they just seem like a bunch of fuddy-duddies. I loved all the scarves. Actually, the most collected thing now from Gucci is vintage scarves. Well, yeah, I mean, I loved the scarf, too, which is why I was like, how did that guy design that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah, seeing Tom Ford and that runway show, it just, it was cool. It was cool. I don't think Tom Ford was into it. He was really offended by it all. And this is where I found out that Tom Ford was from Texas, Austin, Texas. And and I was thinking about American designers, and I think he's it. What do you mean? He's the only American designer? I mean, that's really, like, pivotal in luxury items. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really think of anybody else. In luxury items. In, like, luxury design, like, something that's expensive. Like, I wouldn't consider, like, Tommy Hilfiger. Or, like, Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Um... Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I don't know much. But anyway, so Tom Ford's from fucking Dallas, uh, or Austin, Texas, and they really honed that in. They really made him a country bumpkin. And they also tried to make sure that he they were showcasing that he was gay, because he gave a gay look to hit, uh, Mariazzi. Uh, is that how you say his name? Like, Mauricio? It's getting later, and I'm forgetting how to Mauricio? say it. Mauricio? Mauricio is like side man. They like made looks at each other, and I was like, okay, we get it. He's gay. You know what I mean? Like, at least I I picked up on it. And then, um, (laughs) yeah, I think they're also showcasing, like, his role, like, Mariotta's role was, like, he found Tom Ford. Even though Mm. I was, like, it was the the guy that ends up being the CEO actually found him, but Mm. whatever. But he does feel like he found him. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like I would like to know more about the different, like, evolutions of Gucci. I just feel like Alessandro Michelle is just, like, like, he's it. Yeah. He's amazing. He's he's a genius. Tom Ford, I would say, is... Also a genius, but, like, Like obviously... Like a commercial genius. Yeah, I would also say kind of not as risky, you know? I would say, like, Alessandria really puts it out there, and, yeah. Which, like, it kind of makes sense. It was, like, fashion was... Runway fashion was, like, new enough that you didn't necessarily need to be edgy. You just needed to be 
current and like with it yeah and like that's what tom ford brought and then alessandro has like taken it to the next level where it's like we can get a little weirder now yeah i think there's also layers to it too because it's like you have to push the envelope now or it's just like everything's kind of been done Mm -hmm. and and of course it hasn't but you have to really think outside the box to really get there and i feel like back in the 90s it was just like show having a thong a chapless thing that could just you know be showcasing as fashion Mm -hmm. And yeah, now that, you'd have to like seriously show some hole to like <laughs> make anyone offended or like shocked. Exactly. Or you just have to like even not you have to be like layers. You have to like cover up the most. Right. You know, like yeah. I don't know. There's just like a lot to it now in the sense of what you can show as a fashion and what's considered people. Like I hate everything Kanye does mm. just because it's like. Do you hear he might be the next? Um, he might replace Virgil, uh, creative director. Of that Louis makes Vuitton. sense. That makes sense in the sense that they were buds. Yeah. And that's the reason he was in Mm Off-White. But do I think he should be? No. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's... Whatever. That's a whole other talk. But I think he's just not as creative genius like everybody fucking puts him on a pedestal to be. I think he's kind of just a dumb... Like, anybody could do his job. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't... He's not even designing the shit that he's designing. Someone else is. Like... Right. Anyways. He might not be creative director potential. He loves minimalism. And I hate that. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the ending, I thought it was interesting that they end with him being shot and they don't show the trial or like her getting arrested or anything. I think she was actually didn't get convicted until like two years after or maybe yeah. didn't even get arrested till two years after. I think you're right. They had um, a lot of, I mean, also the Italian cops aren't known to be that good. But. Oh yeah. I was also wanting to look into the financial police. Is that a thing? Do Because remember. like, yeah. I mean, there's tax like the IRS. Oh, well, that was from. Yeah, that's from New York. The tax evasion thing was New York. We're, no, that was in Italy because it was like the truck that like had like Financio de Policia oh, on it, written on interesting. it. Interesting. Okay. Anyway, so I thought I really liked that they ended it at this point. Like the trial and her conviction were really publicized at the time, so it kind of feels like a narrative that like has already people have already gotten like yeah it was like a high profile case especially in Italy like she was painted as a gold digger the mistress was painted as a gold digger there was just like you know it was like one of those cases that people were following so she was called the black widow the black widow right yeah Yeah. and so I and especially because the movie focuses on her so much it like makes I kind of liked it ending there I thought honestly I think the movie could have started at her at court or something and like gone more into like going back and forth into the court and yeah. like it could have made it more interesting but to me I, I'm no Ridley Scott so but anyways I also think it's real fucking I don't even know help me here because it's like I've been trying to find, figure out what, what I'm trying to say it's like real easy just to lay over some text to explain everybody's mm-hmm. like when like 80 movies like did that I mean I know Ridley Scott was like pivotal during the 80s and, and 90s but it's just, like, the laying over of, like, what people did in the future and, like, kind of giving, like, closure to the each character. Mm-hmm. I just think that's too cheap. I don't know how to explain that. Like, why Why is that? I don't know. I just feel like it's a, it's a cop-out. It's like you're just not so – you're not good enough at telling the story that you had to literally put well, text over it. But I guess it's, like, if you want to wrap up – I mean, they wrapped up Maurizio's character because he died. And then – Oh, yeah. He got shot. <laughs> 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 that's why she's on trial <laughs> it's like the whole point of the movie but so if they wrapped up every character you want to see paolo go bankrupt you want to see patrizia go through her whole i mean what you want to watch two or more hours of movie i do not but i also 
I, I just feel like there might have been a better way of, of showcasing that without having I don't I don't know if, there, if there's if this is a this is just my opinion on it yeah. when I, every time I see this on a film I'm like oh this is a shitty film like yeah I liked it because I felt like I really felt for her and it felt like you were seeing her victory even though we know and we learned that it doesn't go well for her after that it feels like from her perspective, it's like, and then I killed him, you know? Like, yeah. Um, well, she's still very proud of the fact that she killed him. Or she, she doesn't didn't. seem to have much remorse. I wouldn't say she killed, like, she didn't actually kill him. She hired someone to kill him. Someone who really needed the money, like, um, But he sounded like a douche anyways. Like, he bragged about killing him. And that's how he got in trouble. Really? Did you know that's how he got caught? Yeah, because he was apparently just being, like, some big shot. He's, like, a doorman at a hotel. and He, he's, he was a... No, no, no. The doorman was the one who, like, saw it. No, I know. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, he was telling a doorman. No, he was, like, working the front desk at a hotel. He was... The hitman was a debt-ridden pizzeria owner. Maybe he was at the pizzeria. I don't know where Maybe he was. Maybe because he was debt-ridden, he had to, like, sell the pizzeria. I don't <laughs> no. even know the whole... Like, where he was, but he was at a hotel. It was, like, a cheap hotel yeah. in Milan. Mm-hmm. And this guy... This client or the person that was at this hotel was bragging about how he killed people and part of the mafia and this other guy was like oh you want to hear about you want to talk about killing people i was the one that killed gucci damn and the guy was like oh just kidding i didn't do shit and he ran to the cops immediately and outed this guy wow and that's how that all like came down damn and so pina actually did make the introduction to the um hitman and well she claims to this day that she did not. She knew the guy and like Mar- Patricia went behind her back and just did it. And they were all hoping that she would forget about it. Damn. Which sucks if that's true because Pina got like 25 years in jail. Yeah. I don't think it's true. But I mean, she's out being like, dude, she sucks. She was like ruined my fucking life. The only reason we hung out is because she just like didn't have to hang out with the rich per- person and she gossip all she wants. Like I, I didn't like hanging out with her. Like I thought she was clever and fun, but she didn't eat because they all didn't eat back then. Like they're all trying to stay skinny and like her. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, if like you hired a hitman and I ended up in jail, I would probably say some mean shit about you too. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm saying, yeah, for sure. She like has a, every right, but I want, I don't know how the, the relationship might not have been how it was portrayed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if like the, I think she took her out like, but I think cause like Patricia didn't have any friends mm-hmm. and she was just like willing to go and hang out and do whatever. I don't really understand the relationship. That's what I'm trying yeah. to get down to. Yeah. And it sounds like Pina didn't really even give a shit about her, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. She really fucked things up for people. She's out of jail now. Everybody's out of jail. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Which one? Pina or Patricia? Both of them. Patricia, yeah. Both of them are. She got out after 18 years. She's supposed to be 25. Right, right. She, um, yeah, she, and so a few tidbits about her being in jail. So when she, she first of all tried to claim that she had a brain tumor and that's what possessed her to have a hitman kill Maurizio. She tried to kill herself in jail, like, around 2000. In 2005, her lawyers, um helped her get her pet ferret into jail with her so she's probably in like a nice jail oh a hundred percent also i don't know what italian jails are like so i mean they have a no pet policy but somehow she got a ferret in so yeah um and then at one point she was offered parole if she would do like some some community service and she said i've never like worked in my life and i'm not about to start so um which honestly get it girl (laughs) i feel that a hundred percent she really seems to not yeah, like not have any remorse or, and she, she seems very proud, very like, 
like the way Lady Gaga was describing it because she's watched like a lot of interviews of her to prepare. She said, yeah, that, like, she did not meet Patricia because she didn't want right, to meet Patricia, right? Because she didn't want to glorify Patricia, yeah, in that way. But go on, right? So she had to watch a lot of videos of her, yeah. And she said that the way Patricia talks, she's like very much trying to own the narrative, yeah, like kind of like she's still just the same old, you know, like how when she was like, she still is like wants to be a Gucci, she's which I'm like, yeah, dude, like. I don't know, marriage is weird. You, like, literally become someone else's family. You take on their name, and I'm, fuck you. Like, if I change my name to get married, like, no one can tell me when the fuck to change it back. Like, that's so that's so true. But it's also just kind of move on, like, with your life for your own health. And, I mean, sure, yeah. But, like, you no know, one else can tell you when that time yeah, is. Yeah. But I'm also just, like, for her own... I mean, it's been enough. It's long enough, you know? But she... Also, out of the divorce, like, there was a big thing bef- when she got divorced, but right before he, they got shot. A Which couple isn't of years. how they showed in the movie. In the movie, I think you're kind of made to think that they're not divorced yet. Not divorced yet. But there are talks, like, she finds out that she, he wants a divorce. She got one and a half million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Which, wow. If he would have married the blonde, what I read was that her alimony would have gone down, which I don't understand how that works. It's, it's Italian like, shit. I don't know. Um, so... There's that. Because uh, the woman needs to be taken care of. So you can't, you gotta, you can't, I don't know, pay for Right. You gotta, it's only one pot for women. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And you were telling me that her daughters. Her daughters disowned they, her. Were they interviewed on Dateline? No, I just read about this later on. But like, she does not have a relationship with any of her daughters now. They first were really, like, sh- when her, their dad died, they were 16 and 18 years old. Mm. And then two years later, when her their mom was going to jail, they were 20 and 18. And they feverishly, like, were trying to protect their mom. One saying that they would went to law school for a little bit, which I'm like, okay, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and they were, like, going to protect their mom and make sure that she got out. But eventually, they turned a different side and decided to not talk to their mom ever again. Mm. And they were trying their hardest to make sure that she didn't get her alimony mm-hmm. every year. When mm-hmm. she was about to come out, she was about to get a $1.5 million still oh, every wow. year, which she still does to this day. Really? She still gets $1.5 million from the Gucci family. Damn. And they were really fighting, and they, like, had a lawsuit for her to not get that. So they made, they inherited about four hundred million, several houses and properties, and like the the largest wooden yacht in the world. In the world, and Allegra is a huge boat enthusiast now. And oh yeah, there she is on her boat. Yeah, like her dad. Um, her they didn't mention this, but her dad was a big boat enthusiast. Um, and Alessandra did a collection of purses back in two thousand nine, once and only once, called the first. And it was like in the sold in this like German conceptual mall. Which so I was like, what the fuck is a conceptual mall? Whatever. It's just rich people being very rich, and I will never understand them. Like mm-hmm. I just like can't even fathom their lives. And every photo of them, they look very sad. In, and I don't know if it's just because the photo was taken at a bad time. They don't seem to like want to be photographed. I'm guessing, like based on the fact that. There's not a lot of photographs of them. I will say, like, if I was rich, it would be really hard. You know, every time you get an idea where you're like, oh, I would just love if I could make this thing, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you had no financial boundary stopping you. I know. You would just be dry. Like, I would just be making stuff all the time. And, yeah, told so many mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I think she also had a collection called AG, which stands for Alessandra Aguchi, but I couldn't find anything else on that. Mm. But I think it was supposed to help with AIDS or something. Okay. Anyways. All right. Um, they're pretty quiet. I'm going to assume they're probably terrible people. 
you can't have that much wealth and be cool. Yeah, that seems safe. I mean, they're and they've had very little. I mean, their dad was shot and then their mom went to jail, so that probably fucked him up a little bit. Oh yeah, I would. I would assume, and not in a good way. <laughs> like right. you know, like how sometimes that would make you like care more about people. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I think add money into that that makes you kind of like distant from people. Mm-hmm. That's sad. I really want to know more about Alessandra though, and that and Allegra. Like mm-hmm. they don't do any public things, but I just kind of like. I'm just more curious of why they hate their mom because you know she fucking did something. What do you mean? I just want to know what the last fucking straw was because she's not, she's not well. I'll just say that. Well, so you you don't think that they hate their mom because their mom killed their dad? Well, no, clearly they didn't because they at first were protecting her. They were like, oh, well, but, but do they did they think she was innocent? They didn't think she was innocent. They thought she had a brain tumor, and they were like, she was like not in a, in an unfair marriage, like. They were protecting and like they were really close growing up because I think she was grooming them mm. for when the inevitable happened, which was the divorce, for them for her to be associated into that family. Kind of like how Yolanda does with the Hadid sisters, mm. if you know anything about that. I mean, I just listened to the Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Exactly. Which I was just like, why do all the Hadids have Lyme disease? Like, is it contagious? I don't I, understand. I don't understand either. But like, like she definitely, yeah. Anyway, it's like, it's definitely a lot of grooming. When you have, if when you're not the one with wealth and you have kids with somebody that's super wealthy, mm. there's a lot of having to like try to stay within that line or making your kids feel like they need you so mm. you can maintain that wealth mm-hmm. when the divorce happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess all I can say is glad I'm not rich. I'm not. I wish I was. <laughs> but not, that, I'm not rich. that rich. Yeah, no, not that rich. Um, and. So I'm also very tired. <laughs> I am also very tired. You're probably more tired. Yeah. We don't, it doesn't have to be a competition. We're both tired. <laughs> <laughs> Nuh-uh. Okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.